money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money and Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving. I love this time of year. In fact, I think fall, I, I mean, I love all the seasons. It's one of the things that uh, living here in, in eastern Ontario and Canada, uh, we get four distinct seasons. Uh, sometimes they're not quite in the right order like this year, but the regardless, we get <laughs> four we got, distinct. We got July and September. Yeah, this we got year, July yeah. and September, and they're all mixed up and, and whatnot. But we get four distinct seasons, and fall. Uh, for me, I think there's some psycholo- psychological stuff going on there. You know, fall, we get to get outside, we're cutting wood, it feels good, there's no bugs. Uh, I mean, for me, that's just something to be thankful for. And it is the Friday of Thanksgiving. Yes, so, it is. so, guess happy what? Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. From more than enough, and let's talk money and. All of us here, uh, you, I'm going to even extend it to 99.1, the radio show, show, and say, yes. hey, welcome, and uh, happy Thanksgiving from all of us. The yes. Bible doesn't have anything to say about Thanksgiving, does it? <laughs> yes, it does. It has a lot of things to say. So, um, I'm going to tell them right off the bat that I have all these things that are running around in my mind about Thanksgiving and finances and gratitude and and how we can shift our financial journey just by being grateful. But you and I, you you just said, let's start. So now we're starting and we're on and I don't even and know. And the conversation what's gonna, happens. Yeah, so and I don't is. know what's going to come out of your mouth today. So I'm just warning everybody, you know. Well, here, know. how about I just, I'll let you go first. <laughs> Is that all right? <laughs> fine, fine. We haven't. We've had a lot of guests this summer and fall. And I am actually. thankful for those guests. I am very thankful. But this morning, it's kind of nice just to be like, oh. And saying that, just breathing, mm-hmm. and just and in fact, that is the one word that kept coming back to me as we thought about this show today was the word pause, mm-hmm. and oh. and rest i guess but but specifically pausing i like that word and i like that word for this time of year because i mean there you know we're we're working we're we've we've been through the fall season and everything fires up and and things and this is really the first um, holiday if you will but the first time over that fall season where we can just okay wait we get an extra day to to just pause and and generally that includes family and and hopefully you're you're going to be celebrating and and being with some family so so that's good but not not always but just to take some time even in the midst of all of the family stuff to just hit pause and make sure that you give yourself some time to say thank you to the lord for so many of the things that he has done in the last year i mean that is I would say the history of Thanksgiving is, you know, and I don't know, uh, Reb, you're the researcher. So, you know, you probably know all the history back from hundreds of years of of how Thanksgiving started. Most of us know that the celebration of Thanksgiving came when the um, pilgrims came across the water and 
and were able to settle. Mm-hmm. And many people died mm-hmm. on the way over and when they got here of disease and all of that. But the, um, the native people uh, helped by mm-hmm. providing corn, by giving mm-hmm. them seed to teach the, the people how to eat and live. So they would celebrate together. Now, someone's probably going to call and tell me I got the facts wrong, but I might have it wrong. But regardless, they, regardless say, they had a celebration of the harvest. Mm-hmm. So they brought their their food together and had a feast and celebrated. And they probably, maybe they caught wild turkeys that were going around and we've got a lot of wild turkeys around our house so yeah, there was there was there was a dozen of them right outside our door last night but that's all just got my mouth salivating and, and whatnot but we're not going to eat the wild turkeys this the, time but the premise is that we give thanks no matter what now the, and i love that scene i'm going to interject again and i love that scene he of said just, i could talk well, and like he's talking anyway go <laughs> I love the scene of pausing to say thank you. Yes. Right? So, again, remembering the faithfulness of the Lord, remembering that, mm-hmm. you know, we are drawing breath now, we are alive, God has been faithful to us, and just taking some a, a period of time, whether it's a day or a weekend or even an hour, to just go, wow, let's look back at the, this last year um, and, and go, God has been faithful, and uh, and thank Him for it. There's an interesting um, uh, thing in the Psalms when they were written that um, the writers of the Psalms, some of them, like Psalm 46, for instance, would write the word Salah after, now I hope I'm saying it right, but it, they would write the word Salah after a few uh, lines of verse. So in Psalm 46, I'll give you the example. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. Salah. In Psalm 46, in within 11 verses, that phrase Salah is written three times. And why do I even mention it? When we're talking about Thanksgiving, it means pause and reflect. And um, musicians would tell us that that really helps us pause in the music. If we're singing this psalm as a piece of music, this is where we'd have a pause, a rest. Um, others still take it a step further and remind us that that pause and reflection helps us find peace. Mm. So for reading the scripture, we're not thinking, I've got five minutes, I'm just going to swallow this up like a Big Mac burger, then I'm, I'm running out the door. Don't take the whole Psalm 46 and just shove it down your throat mm-hmm, like a mm-hmm. like a hamburger. Take those few verses that I just read and pause and rest. Take scriptures that you know have meaning for you this weekend and pause and reflect. And I asked my kids who take piano lessons, you know, what, why do you have a rest in music? What What's important about it? And my 13-year-old son said, well, it's really like a run-on sentence otherwise. And it just, you just keep going. And I, I'm a writer, so I can't, I run on sentences just don't do well with me. When I think of a run on sentence, I like almost get heart palpitations because like, I'm just stop, just stop. Like something's running away with itself mm-hmm. and just stop. There's, you got to stop. And um, my daughter uh, said that if you played a piece of music without a rest or a pause, it would get boring after a while. It would just get monotonous. It would just be the same old, same old. So I took those two thoughts and I thought, 
man, isn't that like our life? If we don't pause and reflect, we're just like one big run on sentences, run activity to the other. And I know our Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. weekend, it is, we've got a wedding tonight, we've got a lamb roast tomorrow, we've got family and friends coming over Sunday, and you think, and that, and you think, oh man, that's just exhausting. But my plan isn't just to run, Mm -hmm. run, run. I'm like, no, I'm going to take some time and pause and reflect on what God has given us. And I, di- I just thought it was I such a beautiful picture. Yeah, picture. I love that picture. It, it's, you know, again, when you think about music, it, it adds flavor to the music. A, an appropriate pause or, a, or a, you know, that adds flavor to, to the music. And, and in a sense, that's the same thing in our lives is, is when we can just pause and reflect, then we, we actually acknowledge and, and enjoy the flavor of the last period of time uh, and say, wow, that's great. And we know, uh, we've talked about this on other shows, um, if you really need to find them, uh, just search grateful in the search bar on our website at morethanough.ca. And we've done a number of shows about how grateful, being grateful, just does something. It's uh, I think I said on the show, it's like, like the secret sauce to, to our financial lives. And, and you can't really explain it. We see it in Scripture. We see the Lord saying, you know what? Be grateful. It makes a difference. It makes your life more full. But but it even goes further than that. And I guess we, we look at, well, how what does this have to do with our money? Why are, why are Dave and Reb, let's talk money, talking about gratitude? Because gratitude is a heart issue. And if you're if you're out there thinking, I don't have enough, or maybe your bank account's telling you that you don't have enough, You've got to pause and reflect and see what you have. In a time that the world is flipped upside down because of natural disasters, wars, all of those things that we're seeing, and we live in a nation that even even if you don't own a car, if you live in Ottawa, you've got public transit, you have accessibility to things. There is something always to be grateful for. And, and maybe you're listening and thinking, well, who are you to talk because you don't you know, you look at you, you're sitting in a nice studio with your nice clothes and all of that stuff. Maybe, maybe I'm not walking your journey, but neither are you walking mine. And we have to stop looking at one another, stop coveting, stop envying, stop looking at one another and saying, I don't have what they have and my life is terrible. How about boy, am I grateful that I could get up and help my neighbor across the street. Boy, am I glad I have two feet to walk out the door. Boy, am I glad that the Father who made me loves me and is watching over me. I mean, that is, there's so many things that aren't related to the tangible material things we have. It's relationship with the Father. Gratitude comes out of that place of of our relationship. And if you're not pausing and reflecting, and you're running one big run-on sentence from one thing to the other, if you are feeling like, oh, time, time with Jesus is just another thing to do, I'm going to tell you what a friend of mine told me years ago when I took a three-month sabbatical. Stop everything. If you are getting cynical, if you are listening and you are feeling uh, like you're on a treadmill, Stop. Stop and pause and do something different. And by doing something different, I mean, go to bed early, read a good book, say thank you, 
stop the activities for a season because that's what I did. Mm. And I circumvented a big disastrous crash for myself Mm. by stopping and listening to the heart of God. And what is his heart for me? That I'm a big worker and a doer? No, that he made me and I'm his beloved. And that's what he wants you to know and be grateful for this weekend. Mm. Wow. I know. Where'd that come from, eh? Well, I know where it came from, but uh, it came from your lips, but from the heart of God. It is. It is the heart of God. that is our prayer, uh, certainly for for what we do when we talk about money and and getting that whole money piece out of the way so that we can see and experience the presence of God uh, in a real and tangible way. Because often money just gets us focused on the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. It it takes our focus away from the Lord and and puts our focus and our trust on our bank accounts and and what's going on. So this weekend, um, you know, we we really are want to encourage you. Again, the home work for for today is coming out in the middle of the show i gotta stop doing that because you know but it it comes out and say just pause just rest just take some time to go around uh, the table uh when you're sitting at the table before you eat okay well maybe after you eat but and just have everybody around the table whether it's family or whether it's friends or whether it's people you've invited off the street and say hey let's just go around the table and everybody just one thing that you're thankful for. Mm-hmm. One thing that you're thankful for. And, let's and you don't have to wait for Thanksgiving. Uh, when we tuck our six-year-old into bed at night, what are you thankful for today? She sometimes says silly things, but in her world, she's thankful for the people who love her. Mm. And that gratitude is huge. And I'm just going to – and it's more than just uh, a key or a good tip – in your finances or in your life to be grateful. We're telling you, I mean, Jesus, we didn't really start with the scripture, but in First Thessalonians 5, um, he talks about the day of the Lord coming. He talks um, about um, that we need to be grateful to Jesus who has died and set us free. But he talks about doing good and he talks about rejoicing always, praying without ceasing, and in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So I'm going to back up, and I'm going to read the scripture, because verse 12 is really, to me, that's where we want to start. He says, now, these are the final instructions that the, the, the writer of Hebrews is writing. Um, and he's, or sorry, Thessalonians, <laughs> Hebrews, that th- th- Thessalonians <laughs> is writing. And he says, now we ask you, brothers and sisters, to acknowledge those who work hard among you, who care for you in the Lord and who admonish you. Hold them in the highest regard in love because of their work. Live in peace with each other. And we urge you, brothers and sisters, to warn those who are idle and disruptive, encourage the brokenhearted. Uh, help the weak, be patient with everyone, make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but mm-hmm. always strive to do good, do what is good for each other and for everyone else. And then he goes on and says, rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks for all circumstances, for this is the will of uh, the Father for you in Christ Jesus. And I just... I just love that whole piece because there's you could chew on that for you know <laughs> it's one of those passages of scripture. If I could just do this for for the rest of my life, I that think I would do all right. I, th- <laughs> I think I don't need you know 
don't need a whole lot of Ten Commandments or any other stuff if I could just do these but verses. But the Ten Commandments are those verses. I, uh, yeah, I know. Okay, get technical. <laughs> sure, like, bust my thunder. I, I, no, no, you're. It's true though. Um, I was thinking, you know, sometimes we ask. God, oh, I don't know what your will is for my life. Well, guess where you can start? Mm-hmm. You can start in being grateful because it says clearly in everything. It doesn't say for everything. It doesn't say be thankful for all the terrible things that are happening to you. It says in everything. So while the difficulties are happening, while the good things are happening, we're going to be rejoicing with our friends tonight as they see their oldest daughter get married. We're giving thanks. Like what an awesome weekend to get married. Mm-hmm. In everything, we're giving thanks. I know there's some parents that are of that girl who are very thankful. That- <laughs> <I> <laughs> and and that was very nice. Anyway, um, she's very glad probably to get out of the house too. And, see, it's and, just thankfulness it's, all know, the way around. around. And everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Why does he tell us to give thanks? Because giving thanks, one of the reasons I think it gets us off our focus off ourselves and to focus on him, the giver of life. It's interesting because in our um, one of our team meetings lately, David uh, read has this great little book by Timothy Keller, The Songs of Jesus. And he reads out of, he, he writes out of Psalm 106. You know, when our ancestors were in Egypt, they gave no thought to your miracles. They did not remember your many kindnesses, and they rebelled by the sea, the Red Sea. Yet he saved them for his name's sake to make his mighty power known. He rebuked the sea, and it dried up. He led them through the depths as through a desert. He saved them from the hand of the foe. And he goes on, but can you imagine, you know, then... When he did all these things, they believed his promises and sang his praise. And Timothy Keller goes on to write of the gravity of ingratitude. Mm. You know, we talk about it, we joke, we say, be thankful, it's going to be better for your life. There's probably even science out there that says when you're positive and grateful, you you get all the, you know, all the world's universe lines up, you know, uh to help you and, you know, whatever you think about positive thinking and all of those things. We could name those things. Science can tell you all that even, what happens in your brain when you're positive and think good thoughts. But on the other hand, God is calling us to gratitude. It's not something light and fluffy. And Timothy Keller goes so far to say that sin is cosmic ingratitude. It gives you the delusion that you have the ability to conduct and hold your life together all on your own, and you don't have to thank anybody for it. I'm just paraphrasing what he says. Actually, every day that your heart keeps pumping, your country is not invaded, and your brain keeps functioning is holy and undeserved gift of God. And I'm thinking he blesses us mm-hmm. with his re- – it, it's not about, again, what we have or don't have – where we are, where we're, where we're living or where we're not living. It's, it's not having the Ford or having the Ford truck. Or, or I was driving down the road and said, why would you buy a Porsche SUV? Why would, if you're spending money, get a Porsche, you know? And I'm thinking, do I want a Porsche? Not really. So I had to check my heart even, but it's not about driving a Porsche, not driving a Porsche in our culture. It's about being grateful to the one who loves us and made us and who gives us his love every day. If that's all you can be thankful for, you've covered it. Mm-hmm. And and I think there is something powerful in expressing that, you know, whether it's out loud to 
you know the person in the room, whether that's uh, whether that's uh, just saying it to the Lord, whether that's doing it in a song. I mean, it's, there's so much songs out there in terms of in 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 our churches that are just filled with with gratefulness and and the songs themselves. And so you hum a tune, and that that goes through your day. There's just so many ways to express that gratefulness. But I think uh, the flip side is, is that gratefulness is always under attack with discontentment. Uh, right. I don't, and you mentioned it, I don't have what the neighbor has. I don't have the, and so guard your heart and mind. Again, I think this is where scripture really gives us the, the things we need to say, okay, wait a minute. I can check my heart. I don't need to buy a Porsche SUV, you know, whatever the example you are using, to say, oh, good. Okay, got it. Not my heart, just an observation. Uh, carry on with life. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I think envy and um, coveting are, mm. we've talked about that. We talked about that in July, actually, about how strong envy and coveting can steal our joy and our discontent. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just thinking David and I were on a retreat recently and one of the things that got impressed on us was that we don't even consider our our like we're going through our financial stories and you out there are listening and you're thinking I failed financially I'm overspending I know it I can't even face it I don't want I don't even you're you happen to turn on the radio show and you're listening this morning and you're thinking I don't want to listen to this conversation about money because I'm just bad at it you know when when Um, the Lord really spoke to our hearts, to David and I, about considering ourselves, you know, when we fail, it doesn't mean you're a failure. Mm -hmm. And when we focus on being a failure or not, or missing the mark that we think we should hit, we we become ingrateful, Mm -hmm. uh, ungrateful as well. And it's because we're looking at ourselves in a way that God's not asking us to look at ourselves. I mean, there's conviction and there's repentance. But like we, I've already said on the show on which we teach at More Than Enough, repentance is a recovery of breath. Mm-hmm. It's like pausing. If then this season we need to repent of attitudes, of negativity, of discontent, of envy, mm-hmm. take the repentance path. Don't, you know, we don't just, oh, sorry, God, and you're not really knowing why you're saying sorry. Look at your heart. What's going on? And 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 say, Lord, I don't. I want that thing more than I want you. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't feel grateful for my life today. And those are hard things to admit. But God has promised that He's with us and that He helps you and I walk this through. Yeah, and and you know. What's interesting when we talk about thankfulness, and you were just mentioning, you know, God helps you, but he, he uses people in our sphere of influence to, to shine through, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes we actually miss, we miss the God at work simply because we're not expecting him to show up in that person or in, in that situation. And this is where sometimes I think gr- having a thankful attitude and, and just that opens your eyes to go, oh, wait a minute, like, I don't really even like that person, but you know what, I can be thankful for them in this situation, or thankful that, you know, whatever it was, they saved my bacon at work, or, you know, whatever, whatever the situation Mm -hmm. was, that God shows up in those ways where when we have that focus of, of just being thankful for 
in the situation, as the 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 writer of Thessalonians says, is let's be thankful in all these situations, and and God shows up and we see Him, uh, and that that's exciting to me. Uh, and it takes practice, well, and it takes a little bit of intentional, capt- uh, well, intentional, and and it's taking captive every thought under the lordship of Christ in the New Testament. Somewhere it says. It says that. And Mm -hmm. when you're starting down the negative path, when you're considering yourself a failure, when you're envying your literally your neighbor's husband or your their car or their house or their life, Mm -hmm. or you know, there were seasons when um, everyone was getting pregnant around us. We weren't getting. We weren't. uh, We have Mm -hmm. five beautiful children now, but we had our own season Mm -hmm. of. And those are hard moments. Those are hard moments to give thanks. But, and we understand that. We understand that, you know, there's, there's death and sickness and hardship. But even in everything, God's will for us is gratitude. Mm-hmm. For the situation, no, it's for his love, his redemption through Christ Jesus, through the gift of his spirit to us that leads us, through the people that you just mentioned that we may not have been very thankful for in the past. And then something happens. When your attitude changes, when you start praying for people and thanking God for people, your your heart toward them can change. Mm. And, you know, here this today we're just, this show is ending and it's Thanksgiving. I want to say thank you um, to all of you who listen to us mm. and um, that who have called in hey, or I emailed. I just realized something. I know. This is, in a sense, uh, I think this is about the 52nd show well not quite we started a year ago on Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. beginning first friday Mm -hmm. in november with our show let's talk money with dave and reb so we're almost so i want so i'm pretty thankful i'm i'm grateful i'm thankful you show up every week thank you will you drive me but um i'm you're not letting me tell the listeners i'm grateful to them for their listening ear and for their encouragement to us to keep doing what we're doing and um, it's been a crazy year I can't mm-hmm. believe how fast it's gone but I am very and I'm grateful I think you're looking younger than you did last well, year well I'm glad I am glad thankful to the Lord let me finish I'm thankful to the Lord for bringing me to this place because not many of you know but I have my journalism degree and 25 or 25 years ago, I graduated, and my least favorite um, form of media to write or TV or radio was radio. So it's very, it's the irony See, of my life. God has a sense of humor, I just like me. Just like me. He does. And so I am grateful to the Lord that he gives me the opportunity to be here every week and to be with Dan Adams every week, mm-hmm. who helps us sound good, and to meet amazing people with awesome stories of mm-hmm. God's goodness. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a pretty good thank you. I think that's, that's pretty a pretty good, good thank yeah, you. Covering the bases. I'm thankful for you too. Mm-hmm. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> I, I, I just pausing to see you're, if that would come. Waiting. I was you're fishing just waiting, for that one. For that yeah. one. I have to say it in public. Yes, well, we, we do need to wrap up this show <laughs> and, and we are going to do that. So with an attitude of Thanksgiving and I'm going to give you some homework. And it's quite simple. I want you just to simply start reading uh, a, or start thinking together and discussing in your family some of the of the ways that you are going to give in the next year. Um, that may be financially. You might want to sit down and do a, a, an actual giving financial plan. It may be just just 
committing to having a a more thankful or to be more focused on being thankful, which just simply means I'm going to say thank you five times this week, once a day. Um, well, I guess that would be seven. Or some people have a gratitude journal. Or But mm-hmm. giving financially is a form of gratitude. Mm-hmm. When we give in our resources, that's why he's mentioning it, that when we plan our giving for 2018, we're at, it's a form of gratitude um, and hope. Out of a grateful heart. Yeah. yeah. So, so we have to wrap up the show. If uh, you want to hear more, you can get them on uh, chri.ca, morethanenough.ca. And we are also on iTunes, and you can just search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb, and you'll find us there, and please rate us there. Um, we have some great shows coming up. I'm going to pray. Lord, we want to thank you for your goodness and your greatness to us. And Lord, what a gift it is to to just even draw breath, knowing that you are the author of each and every breath that we, we breathe. And so we just thank you for that in Christ's name. Join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.